Welcome to the podcast, everybody. My name is Jacob, and I'm a sports guy. And my name is Tim, and I am not a sports guy. Can I just tell you, I love it when you welcome us into the episode. You always have just such a, such a strong presence. It just gets me so amped. Y'all heard that? Y'all, I'm going to have to write down that compliment. That was really <laughs> nice. <laughs> welcome to the show, everybody. This is the Not A Sports Guy podcast, a show where we log Tim's journey of becoming a sports fan. And this season, we're covering the NBA. At the very beginning, we uh, spun a wheel of random teams to follow. Or, uh, well, I guess I, we spun a, a wheel of all of the teams in the NBA, which everyone landed on. We uh, plan on following throughout the entire season, and we landed on the Nets. So this is episode three. Um, we're going to be giving uh, you guys an update on the Nets, on basketball, but more importantly, we're going to be giving you guys an update on how Tim's journey Ooh. of being a sports fan is. Yes. So, are you excited about that, Tim? Are you excited to um, like jump into really how it's how it's been? But yeah, you know, with the podcast off, the microphone off, how you actually have been, you know, yeah. tracking sports. No, I'm excited to tell people about. My new life as an uh, an alleged sports guy, sports an fan. alleged. No, nah, you're. I'm a, working I'll on consider it. Consider you a sports fan. Oh, Dude, I can't call my, I, but no, I can't call myself a sports guy yet. Otherwise, we couldn't call ourselves not a sports guy. So, <laughs> <laughs> so we're we're gonna claim you're not a sports guy just for the sake of the podcast title. Yeah, not until okay. the end of the season. Then maybe. So then we'll switch it after that. We'll go yeah. back. Now we are a sports guy podcast. <laughs> exactly. Um, and and if if you're a new listener, um, like I said at the beginning, we are following NBA this season, um, but we're going to switch sports um, throughout different seasons. So when the NBA is over, we're going to follow a new sport, and then when that sport's over, we'll follow another one. All you know, we're we're a rotating mm-hmm. sports podcast. So if you're That's not right. NBA, check back next year. We may be following a sport you enjoy. That's right. And just as a teaser, and we've got a lot of logistics to work through, but it the Summer Olympics are taking place this year, so that will That's probably right. be our next season. It'll be a smaller season, obviously. It'll be a little bit form, de- formatted a little bit differently than mm-hmm. a regular season, but just something to look forward to if you're not really into the NPA. But you might be a fan of the Olympics. Um, I've never really invested too much time in the Olympics. Um, it's just kind of you know, and I'm not just saying that, like I really, I've watched the Olympics a little bit more than any other sport probably. Um, which I know that's multiple sports, but, um, (laughs) no Olympic is the sport. (laughs) (laughs) No, but you know what I mean? Um, so, but I, I really don't, I don't know a lot about many of the sports. In fact, I probably could a ton of sports. There are. Well, and I don't even really know the different, like what sports are going to be done in the summer versus the winter. Right. for some reason, I thought basketball was in the summer, which is so stupid. But I know now it's it's a winter but Olympics. Like, it it kind of is both a, a winter and summer sport. I mean, they don't. I think like the NBA season ends around May or June, so mm-hmm. like it's kind of at the beginning of summer. But I guess it plays more so through fall and winter and spring. Um, but you're right; the Olympics covers so many different sports. I'm excited to see um, which. Uh, sports will be covered in the summer. Me and uh, my girlfriend Clarissa actually watched a lot of the Winter Olympics this year, and it was so much fun. Like we watched so many different sports. We got into like the skateboarding, um, 
like because I think skateboarding was new for the first time in the Olympics this year. So we oh, watched really? a lot of the yeah, we watched those events. Um, I mean, gosh, you could just it, it was in Japan this year too. So like obviously it's a huge time difference there. Mm-hmm. So while it was day here, we were kind of catching up and recapping on what happened the night before. So mm-hmm. we could just flip from sport to sport and just continue watching all day long. So it was pretty cool. Yeah. Um, but I'm looking forward to this this next year's Summer Olympics. I think that'll be an interesting season, but maybe we can all together, you know, learn about different sports and have a fun time there. So That's right. Um, but yeah, so uh, since last week, the Nets have played three games. Uh, there, there hasn't been too much going on within the NBA, um, but we have a few hot topics to talk about this week. Um, but other than that, Tim, how was, how's your past week been? It's been good. Um, like you said, the Nets have only played three times. Um, trying to keep track of that. I feel like it was a shorter week. Um, in fact, yeah. especially because the Nets, the, their third game was tonight, which unfortunately I wasn't able to watch, but, um, you know, leading up to this. So it's, it's kind of feels like they've only played two games, but, um, yeah, I mean, it's been good. I've. I'm enjoying just still trying to familiarize myself with not just the Nets, but all the teams and the big names and, you know, kind of who's who and what's what, you know? So exactly. <laughs> I still thought there's so much to kind of catch up with, but I'm enjoying, I do feel like um, far more knowledgeable than when we started for sure. And that's one thing we'll talk about in this first segment, which we're going to call life of a new sports fan. I've got a few questions I'm going to ask Tim uh, specifically about what he has enjoyed about this journey so far, what has been his least favorite thing, his favorite thing, how he's consumed the content. We're going to jump into all of that because if you're listening and you're a new sports fan, um, you, you may be curious about how Tim has uh, has held up so far. So we're going to kind of jump into that. And uh, so let's, let's go ahead. I've, I've got one question for you, Tim. That's it. This is, well, I've got multiple questions, but this (laughs) one main question, like, like we've been saying, you're two weeks in being an NBA fan. How has your journey been so far overall? Um, if I had to sum it up, uh, I feel like, I don't know. I, I want to say overwhelming, but I don't mean that in like necessarily a negative way. Um, I mean, it is exhausting. Don't get me wrong. But I have like very much enjoyed, like I I enjoy watching, like looking forward to a game and then turning it on. And um, I will say it is hard delegate or not delegating, but um, what's the word I'm looking for? You know, juggling priorities because I I also Mm. have, you know, a wife and I've got a 16 month old kid. And so, you know, sometimes I have to pick and choose my battles as far as like, well, because we don't we don't want to have the TV on too much around my, my kid Crosby, but at the same right. time, I want him to be a sports guy. So when, uh, sometimes I'll, I'll have a game on and have him watch as much as his attention span allows. And I think you told me the other day, he's, he's got a ball now that he's starting to shoot. Like you're showing him how to have like a, get a jumper, you know, maybe I shoot don't, some threes into the, I feel basket. like you're joking, but that actually really is happening right now. Um, yeah. he's got, he's got these little, they're like little, ball pit type balls but he has a mm-hmm. basket that he'll carry around and he actually is learning to throw and so i'm trying to teach him how to do that but i don't think i told you that so 
You did tell me that. Did I? Okay. I was hoping I th- you would share the story with us. Oh, but man. I did I th- kind of present it as a joke. Okay. You know? Yeah. No, but yeah, yeah, he really is. So that's awesome. been fun. But I, I definitely understand what you're saying about trying to find time in your life to watch these games because there are a lot of games in the season. They're not like hour long games. They three hours, you know, like it, it, mm-hmm. it it's a, it's definitely something you want to plan out within your week, especially if you have family and you've got things going on. It's hard to just jump down and watch a game or especially mm-hmm. a full game too. Like it's, it's mm-hmm. easier to kind of catch little spurts of games. Right. Um, but okay. So overwhelming is how you would describe it. I mean, yeah. I feel like definitely it could be overwhelming for you because you're also have the responsibility of jumping on this podcast every week and like, you know, having to talk basketball. So if you're not doing your research during the week, you're going to come on here and sound stupid like you did in the first episode, Tim. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah, you, I, I don't want to call you stupid. You weren't <laughs> no. stupid. You were just new Ignorant. to it. Exactly. There you go. So, <laughs> you know, so, I agree. But the podcast, what's nice about it is it, kind of holds me accountable to make sure that I am keeping up, you know, which again, for, for those of you who are listening, who are in my position, you know, we're here. Um, and Jacob will give you guys our handle for Instagram. If you want to talk with us, like we can help keep you on track as well. Don't feel Mm -hmm. like, um, you're alone in this because I think it, you know, for me in the past, I've said that I'm going to try to do this and, it is very easy to just kind of feel like, oh man. Cause I mean, the big thing for me is like when people around me are having conversations about sports and I mean, somebody who is really a, truly a fan, they're going to talk in almost another language to each yeah. other. It and, feels that way. Yeah. And so, and that was kind of a, a discouragement for me in the past. And so, you know, I, one thing I want this show to be for you guys as much as it for me is that, we're not talking about it um, in such a way that makes you feel excluded. Um, so if you have questions, definitely send them our way and like, let's talk about it from my perspective, from the new sports fan perspective kind of thing. So, yeah, yeah, that's absolutely right. Like we, this is very much a journey, not only for me and Tim, but for you, the listeners. Well, if you are a sports guy or if you aren't, it's mm-hmm. very much both ways. Um, we want this show for everyone to be able to listen, you know? So, yeah. And um, Jacob, I know you, you jokingly called me stupid and I'm, and I know that you were joking, but I didn't mean it like that. No, no, no. Man. I know. I, I know feel bad didn't. for even joking about it. No, 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 bad. no. Well, I, the reason why I bring that up is because for lack of a better phrase, like we're going, like our intent is to dumb the conversation down in a way that's like digestible for the new guys. So like sports for dummies. Yeah, you know? exactly. So, um, so you said it was overwhelming this first week for someone that is, let's say there is someone who has joined us on this journey, uh, from episode one, you actually may know somebody, Tim personally, that's on this journey with us. Um, you've consumed a lot of content these past two weeks mm-hmm. and that's why it could be overwhelming for you. But for someone else that doesn't have to work or really kind of like do work for this podcast, like mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. do you think that they could consume it 
in a way where it's not as overwhelming because like if you follow NBA on social media or watch the like there's a lot of names coming at you there's right. a lot of headlines coming at like is it almost like overwhelming no matter how you go about it you think I think so uh, but what I really like about what we've done and you know it doesn't have to be a random team but like having a team and like sticking with them and mm. following them is a great way to like get into the game versus just like, well, I'm going to keep track of the NBA as a whole. Right. That That is an impossible task from my position, but like having the nets and saying, well, let me familiarize myself with them, with their players, with their record. I'm going to watch as many games of theirs as I can. And through that lens, I'm getting to, be introduced to other teams, other players. Right. Um, that's been super helpful for me. And so I think if you are trying to get your foot in the door, find a team and just stick with them. And by the end of the season, you're going to inevitably, you're going to know what's going on in the league. Maybe not everything, maybe not everybody, but you're, you're going to have a far better grasp, but don't bite off more than you can chew. Mm hmm. Um, I think another, like you said, either choose a random team and what actually may help you is for example, choose the team that, you know, that plays in your city or a team that your buddies like, because then you will get to be around conversation mm -hmm. about that team more. You're going to be hearing these names more and they'll start, you'll start to recognize them more regularly. Um, so awesome. I think you've given great advice to people so far that, are trying to jump into this, um, you know, sports life, I guess we should call it, even though that kind of sounds lame. Uh, maybe we can come up with a better name for that. Um, <laughs> so what, what has been your favorite thing so far about this journey, uh, of becoming a new sports fan? Ooh, that's a hard question to answer. Um, I mean, I, I very much enjoy watching the games when I'm able to, and you know, it's funny before this, if I was ever, you know, present with somebody watching a game and they're like kind of yelling at the screen or just like, you know, doing their, you know, couch coaching or whatever you want to call it. It's, it's funny. It's you easy to like, coach kind of, Swainy last week, though. Well, I, I was going to say remember, it's but. easy to poke fun of somebody, but like I do find myself doing that. Even I'll be, I'll be watching right. a game and my wife could care less about this, but I'm just <laughs> like, I'll be like, dang. And she's like, what's wrong? And I was like, well, you know, they stupid passing, you know, it's just, I'm like finding myself like talking to the screen and like really getting right. into it. So I enjoy that. And, and I enjoy having a team to just kind of like root for and like the camaraderie. Cause I work with a, a guy who's a Nets fan. We, we mentioned him last week and um, shout out again to Elijah for the second time. <laughs> Elijah's the Nets fan. I didn't know oh, it was Elijah. Yeah. Sorry. I didn't mean to throw him under the bus there, Wow. but yeah. Um, well, he's from Brooklyn. So you know, he has, okay. A, that all makes sense. Then yeah. he can, he can root for he the can Nets. stamp his name. Yeah. Um, so, but it's nice to have that camaraderie, you know, that just feel like that, that brings me closer to my guy, Elijah, you know? So exactly. So that's cool. Yeah. I think definitely one of my favorite things about sports in general is just sitting down and watching the games. Like, I mean, that's what it's about is getting to sit and watch these games. If it's either in your living room or in person or you know, at a restaurant or a bar with your friends, like whatever it is, it's, it's very much the, the best aspect is just sitting there and watching it and talking with people about the game. So I'm right. glad that you've been able to uh, watch some Nets games because 
you know, they're not. Luckily, we did get like a mainstream team that's going to be on ESPN and NBA TV and stuff. Like, you know, w- you'll actually get to watch some of those games. If we got a no-name team, there's probably a good chance you may not have even been able to watch one of their games so far. So, okay, um, I didn't know that. It's been that's nice. Interesting. Um, so you know, ask you about your favorite thing. Let's jump into your least favorite thing about, um, you know, being a sports fan so yeah. far. Uh, all the games, like just trying to keep up with all the games. That's an easy one. Yeah. Really? Especially so that, out of everything. Yeah. Well, and one, it's a lot. I mean, 82 games for each team is a lot, but also it, like you said, doing homework for this podcast, I'm not right. just tracking with the nets. Um, so just as a disclaimer, I mean, that's my team and I'm, I'm focusing on them more than anybody, but I, I, I am trying to familiarize myself with what's going on elsewhere. The Hawks are kind of like my second team, um, mm-hmm. specifically because I know that that's kind of your number one team. So I still want to keep track of them and I'm from Atlanta. So, you know, I've, I'm still rooting for them. Now, if it's Hawks versus Nets, I'm, I've got to go Nets, but, um, really? so, Oh yeah, man. I mean, Nets is my wow. team this season. I'm telling you, like I'm, I'm committing. Well, I know last, last episode I was wavering or I sounded like I was wavering, but I'm not like I'm a Nets guy. Um, at least well, through the end of the week, season. Next week. Hawks, I know. Nets. Right. So we'll really get to see who gets bragging rights until they play again. I think in what April. So, mm-hmm. wow. So, okay. So your least favorite thing is the amount of games. And I think I can agree with you. Um, you know, that's somewhat why I love football so much is because there's one, like, for example, your team, they play once a week. Right. So you really can just focus in on that one game. You know, they play on Thursday, Saturday, or Thursday, Sundays, and Mondays, but, you know, for the most time, or for the, for the most part, you're really only keeping up with your team. Uh, so that's one game a week. But with basketball, baseball, I'm sure even hockey, you're playing multiple games mm-hmm. a week, which is very difficult to keep up with. Even harder, to, like you said, schedule to watch the game. Because if you have three games in one week, I'm sure your family doesn't want you sitting in front of the TV three times that week, watching right. three hours of games every time. So I definitely see how that can be difficult. So jumping into the next question, I've got... How have you consumed your content? Like, has it been on social media? Have you been um, watching on YouTube or is it all TV? Because I know you said you have the NBA TV. Uh, you've subscribed to that. So you get to watch some of their television mm-hmm. content. So so tell me about how you've been consuming it all. Yeah, for sure. Um, so this is going to be a nice plug for some companies. NBA has the, an app. They have multiple levels of uh, subscription. i purchase the like bare minimum it's like 6.99 a month and pretty much every night that there's a game they will feature one of those games i don't know how they select it but you can you can at least stream a game a night pretty much um so that's helpful i also subscribe to espn because i've got the disney bundle thing so okay. fortunately i didn't have to even you know spend any more money on that but i have so shout out Plus. to nba shout out to espn shout out to disney, disney. Oh my goodness. <laughs> YouTube. Which, which is good because Disney, you know, they need money. Um, exactly. Because they're actually, I think they, fi- <laughs> did they file for bankruptcy yet? I'm not sure. Twice in the past wow. year. Um, disclaimer, they Next really week, didn't. This podcast isn't even going to be on the air anymore. We're going to get a season assist. <laughs> um, um, no, but uh, yeah, ESPN 
Plus allows you to stream any game that's being um, featured on ESPN, which is nice. Um, and then, yeah, like you said, YouTube has been also a huge um, benefit in watching highlights because right. I think at least the next day after games, they'll they'll post like a 10-minute highlight reel for every game, which is super helpful. Um, so those are my big three. You mentioned social media. I know you track a lot with social media. I'm not a social media guy, but I, th- I think that's a pretty good way to keep up with the news. That sounds like a new podcast idea. Not a social media guy. Ooh. <laughs> you think so? Okay, let's go ahead and copyright that, <laughs> trademark it, and no one take it. <laughs> no, but yeah. So I'm I'm definitely, I follow NBA, all the like sports pages on Instagram, um, so that's where I'm mainly getting a lot of my like news updates, my content, um, watch a bunch of like, you know, I've been on YouTube like tonight. I went and watched a bunch uh, sneak peek of a later uh, topic. We're going to be talking about the uh, rookie ladder, talk about some of the top rookies. But I was able to go on YouTube, watch a lot of their highlights on there. Um, and like you said, just cat like I barely get to watch like I don't think I've sat down and watched a full Nets game since we've done the podcast I've watched like bits and pieces of Nets games but I've mostly been getting Uh, much I thought you were in this with me man I've watched every Hawks game though (laughs) no I'm just kidding no it it is hard to sit down and, and get time to watch some of these games but I've been watching all the like full game highlights on YouTube so I Mm -hmm. feel like I'm getting a good you know mix of how our players are doing um and yeah like you said instagram i've been i've been getting a bunch of highlights on there as well so that that's kind of where i consume most of my content when it comes to the nba um and that's how i kind of and like yeah going on the websites like you said espn nba um they're always posting stuff so there's always stuff to keep up with if you're a new sports fan there's plenty of places to get your content right and and just to go back the NBA app is free. You do not have to buy the subscription. Um, you can't view games. Well, they have like a week trial, first of all, free week trial. So you can use that, but you can't view games if you don't buy the subscription. But it still gives you news. It gives you de- uh, stats and like the team standings and stuff like that. So even if you don't want to pay for that, don't feel like you have to. It's still a resource that's very helpful. I think you can actually view highlights as well on there. So um don't feel like you have to spend money to embark on this journey. That's exactly right. Well, Tim, thank you for answering these questions. Thanks for asking Um, them. You've given a bunch of great advice to some new sports fans. And um, I hope people are joining along with us on this journey. Um, Again, if you're following us on Instagram at not a sports guy podcast, make sure you leave a comment, let us know you're listening and we'll give you a little shout out. But uh, up next, we're going to be talking about this week in basketball as well as the Nets update. But before we get into that, let's jump into a quick break. Welcome back to the podcast, everybody. Thank mm, you for got chills from that, that. ad break <laughs> right there. Um, thank you to all of our sponsors that we just shouted out in the ad break. <laughs> Um, let's jump into it, man. This week in basketball, like I said at the top of the show, there wasn't really many big things that happened like last week with the LeBron James and Isaiah Stewart scuffle. Uh, but this week there were some cool things that happened that I would like to talk about. So first and foremost, the Suns 
advance to a 17-game win streak. They, they beat the Warriors. Stopped. And they also beat the Nets. So yeah. I don't, I so, don't want to talk about it. Yeah, let's not talk about it. I mean, currently, as we're recording this, the Warriors and Suns are playing. It's halftime. Warriors are up 51 to 48. So maybe the Warriors uh, can snap that streak. I'm hoping. But why am I hoping? Yeah, like, I was going to say, why well, do I have this like animosity towards the Suns. Like, it's interesting. Yeah, I actually really enjoyed keeping up with the Suns. Now, I'm a Steph Curry fan as much as anybody is, but Mm -hmm. you know, I one one guy that I really have enjoyed tracking with uh, is Chris Paul. I know he's been around for a Mm -hmm. while, um, but something, and I really wish I had like written this down. But his stats (laughs) are just really interesting to me um, because for somebody who is, you know, one of the greats. I mean, I think he's on the seventy-five greatest, right? If I'm not um, mistaken, gosh, I believe I'm he is. The sports guy I should know this. God, I, I'm sure on, he man. is. Let me uh, let me look it up. Let me look it up. But keep going. What do you what do you like about Chris Paul though? Well, I mean, just for somebody who you know, you have a lot of big names in the NBA. You've got your LeBrons and your Kevin Durant's, and I mean, I'm not saying that they're not team players by any stretch. But Chris Paul, I think, has like a higher assist. Uh, stat like he's got high, yeah, more because last assist. week we talked about the uh the MVP ladder and he's averaging mm-hmm. like 14 assists a game I mean he he is a point guard at heart he's dishing the ball out he's getting the ball to the scores on the team I mean not to say yeah. he's not one but I mean right. Devin Booker he's a scorer. well and, that, and that's the thing is like I know I mean he is he can score like he you know he is one of those guys who could but he, the, just the fact that his assists are so high, I mean, he's very much team-oriented. I've even heard right. some interviews after some of his games. Like, I think I listened to an interview uh, of him after they beat the uh, the Warriors, and he was just kind of, t- like, really uplifting his team. He wasn't bringing on the glory to himself, even though, mm-hmm. you know, I mean, I know it's not just him, but, like, he is one of their two, like, star players, you know? Yeah. Um, And especially after that first game with the Warriors, they lost Booker for, you know, he hurt himself. And he kind of, again, not put the team on the back. I'm not saying it was just him, but, I mean, he led the team to victory. And I think he could have used that moment to really, like, been like, yeah, man, like, I... I'm the I man. just put myself, yeah. And instead, he was just like, look, we just got to come together as a team. And I just really respect that. I really like him. He just seems like a super humble guy, despite being one of the best. Did you find out if he's on the he, 75? He is on the 75 list. So shout yeah. out to Chris Paul for that. And yeah. I don't know if you remember last week, I told you whenever we were like, you know, reviewing the Nets Suns game, I was like, one guy I'm scared about is Chris Paul because he's a good mm-hmm. vet. He, mm-hmm. he has a high IQ. Yeah. He's a team player like that. So um, he definitely brought it against the Nets. And another guy with the Suns was Devin Booker. I mean, I watched the highlights of the game. I mean, Devin Booker was just, I mean, constantly shooting and scoring. It was almost insane how good he was doing. But it just goes to show he he's, you know, the Suns are on a roll right now. Um, and it looks like if they do lose tonight, I mean, it's against the other best team in the league. So Right. So it's um, not to say that they're yeah. Which is Booker playing tonight? Do you know? I'm assuming he Booker, is. Booker I'm assuming he is. I'll I'll double check, but uh 
I don't think like the because I think it was a hamstring am, uh, injury that he had mm-hmm. um, against the Warriors last time, and um, it it kept him out for that entire game. But I don't think it was like anything long term. It um, looks like he's not played though. This game so far, maybe he's on the it bench. is long term. Uh, maybe he's right just resting now, yet. or is he? According to the NBA, yes, app, he has not played. Y'all are getting live, live <laughs> research on well, Devin Booker. I mean, you're not going to hear this till Monday, but <laughs> yeah, exactly. I'm trying to see if there's any if there's been any update regarding like how long he's expected to be out. the The latest thing is he's expected to be out for a few games, so we'll leave it. Which at I that. think that's impressive because I mean the Suns are only at halftime three points down. Um, without him entirely. Right. Um, so if they lose, they can blame it on that. <laughs> but if they win, I mean, it just shows, it just so shows, you know, really how good they are. You know, I think again, I'm a, I'm a Steph Curry fan as, as much as anyone is, but I think I'm pulling for the Suns on this one. Just really, you know, they're, they're a team that I feel like I've heard the, the warriors being talked about for the past few years. I don't really hear anything about the Suns. I haven't, at least until this year, I guess they made it to the playoffs last year. Last year they made it to the finals and they lost. Oh, okay. So they, well, they definitely made their name last year. Chris Paul re-signed with them this year. Um, I think he's really trying to like, I think he feels something special about this team. I mean, clearly there is something special with them. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, they're winning a lot of games, haven't lost in over a month or so. Um, clearly they've got some sort of heat with them. So I think that they'll be able to get to the finals this year if they can continue playing like this. I mean, that's just another thing. I, I guess I'm I feel like I don't like them because I don't know. What is it about? I just, I can't even. Maybe that's something we can talk about later, like in another episode, just the psychology behind it. Because I, I feel similarly about I like to the Knicks. Like I, I'm just not a fan of the Knicks at all. And I don't really know why, like I kind of have some ideas, but there are certainly teams that I'm finding myself kind of cheering for. Mm-hmm. And there are teams that I, Kind of, you know, it's just this, and I have no reason behind a lot of it. You know, you're right. There's, there's really no reason, rhyme or reason why I'm disliking the Suns, but there's sometimes just something about a certain team that just rubs you the wrong way, and you don't even like following them. So, um, so there's the Suns. Next up, we want to talk about the Grizzlies because they set an NBA record with their 73 point win over the Thunder last night. Um. Fun fact, the Thunder owned the largest margin of loss for both home and away games. Um, obviously, last night they lost against the Grizzlies, 152-79. to And then I think a year or two ago, they lost to the Pacers at home, 152-95. to So maybe there's a record for them that's like, they haven't given up more than 152. But like, they've given that up twice. So that's ridiculous. <laughs> and you know, they're both like, I mean, they're not like super high ranking teams. Well, yeah, I, guess I mean, the thunder is horrible. They're horrible this year. I mean, how many games they've won five, six games. Yeah. They've won Maybe six. I guess, so I guess it does make sense because Memphis is over a 500 team. So I guess I can't be too hard on Oklahoma. 
You know? Yeah. I mean, they really, they have a young squad. We'll talk about one of their emerging players here soon, but um, definitely not expecting them to do anything special this year. Mm-hmm. So uh, I thought that was pretty cool. Next up, let's talk about the Bucks. They defeated the Hornets 127 to 125 thanks to a Giannis layup. This was one game that you actually brought up to me. And yeah. Uh, so I'll if you haven't watched uh the highlights of that game or if you have access to the game, I would highly recommend it. I only watched the highlights. And again, most of the highlights you can catch are only about 10 minutes long, but it was a really good game and the the highlights actually got me like on the edge of my seat because I didn't know the score going into it. So sorry, this is a spoiler if you're going to go check it out. But it was a very close game um, and it was a lot of fun because you have two kind of star players, Giannis, of course, um, who helped the Bucks bring home the title last uh, last year. But then right. you've got, um, we talked about LaMelo Ball and he's kind of a younger star, but he is kind of leading uh, the Hornets and to just kind of see them go back and forth. It was a lot of fun energy. I felt like both teams really brought it. It wasn't like, you know, I mean, obviously the score kind of reflects that it wasn't right. One team was just playing bad and I can't, I don't, I don't think that the Hornets did anything wrong. They just got beat by a better team, but just barely, you know what I mean? Right. So just, just the highlights alone, which I mean, the highlights are, the highlights for a reason. So I'm sure there wasn't, it wasn't all, you know, perfect, but it was a fun highlight reel to watch. I think the games I've, and I was listening to some commentary and just people really praising both teams and thinking that, um, it would be really exciting to see the two of them go up against each other in the playoffs. So, and I'm looking forward to that. Hope, hoping that happens. Yeah, for sure. I mean, I watched the, the highlights as well. There's just, I mean, it just felt like you were watching two teams that just had it, put together man mm-hmm. like they just had the chemistry the skill everything about it just worked so well for both teams like i mean obviously the bucks a little bit more so than the hornets but like still man i mean lamello such well, a I mean, young I think, player i think what's interesting too i don't mean to cut you off cuz i definitely want to talk about about that but no yeah it, i mean literally if there was like f- 5 more seconds on the clock it could have gone the other way. So really it's just like, were the bucks even better? Cause yeah, it was just no, kind of this right. back and forth, you know? So, and they even almost hit that final half court shot to win. Yeah. Like, that, even that just shot was threw close. it up. Yeah. 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 Crazy. <laughs> Definitely go watch uh, the highlights. If you haven't. Yeah. That was probably one of the better games of the season so far. I mean, it was a high scoring game. You know, some people may say, well, there was no defense, you know, but I mean, it's fair to say, but at the same time, I mean, Giannis was just hitting everything. I mean, LaMelo was finding ways to get the ball. Like, that's the thing about LaMelo. Like, he's shooting these deep threes, but he's also like passing alley oops. Mm-hmm. Like, he's getting the ball to the other players on the team. Um, and just Giannis, he's just bigger than everybody, man. Like, he is mm-hmm. just running past people, pushing them out of the way, getting rebounds. Like, Mm-hmm. You you had told me recently that you had found a Giannis highlight on YouTube that you watched and you really liked it. So mm-hmm. is he one of the players that like you're definitely keeping an eye out for? Absolutely, yeah. yeah. But go back to what you said. One thing I do really enjoy about uh, Lamelo is his deep threes. Like he doesn't ever really shoot on the three point line. He is always like four <laughs> foot back at least. Right. But he shoots them so confidently and so quickly. Like you don't 
all like I rarely will expect it. Like it's it's looking like he's about to set up a play or something, and right. then all of a sudden he just throws it up so confidently and it drops. And I'm like, what? How does this guy do it? You know? And it's like so satisfying to watch too, mm-hmm. man. Like I don't know. That's the thing. Like when I watch that highlight reel, like just watching the team chemistry and just how like energetic both teams were, like. I hate to say, I just don't feel that when I watch the Nets games, man. Like, there's just something missing in the Nets that just isn't exciting. And, like, I'm going to go ahead and get the horns ready. Nets are getting eliminated early this year. Stop. Hey, you're still supposed to be a Nets fan. Come on, man. I No, I'm going to be a Nets fan. But I'm telling you, man, just watching these other teams play, and I know it's early in the season. I can't jump to conclusions already. But just watching these other teams play right now, there's just mm. something missing with yeah. the Nets. And it it, it doesn't it. feel like team ball. I mean, if, if I had to put my finger on it, and I'm obviously very fresh to this, so I could be wrong, but it doesn't feel like there's a ton of team chemistry. And I'm not saying they don't play well together, but it's certainly missing that element of just I don't I don't I agree with you and I don't really know quite how to put my finger on it but there's a different energy that the Bucks have that the Hornets have that the Nets don't have and I agree I'm I'm curious cuz you are more familiar and I correct me if I'm wrong but last year KD and Harden were both on the team last year with Kyrie right. Irving correct Right Do you think it was different with the three of them like if Kyrie were back would it would it feel like a different team? It one million percent would feel like a different team. When I was watching the highlight reel uh, from the Nets and the Knicks game, even the commentator was like, "They're trying to find a way to maneuver with the team they have without Kyrie right now. Like they're still trying to figure out how to play without him." Mm. And because I think you're you're absolutely right. It, it doesn't feel like team ball. It feels like let's get the ball to KD and Harden. And if they miss, then like hopefully we have another guy that can shoot it up. Like Patty Mills is stepping up. LaMarcus Aldridge is stepping up. And we're going to get into the nets later. But just like it just it doesn't feel like team ball. It feels like let's just get the ball to these two guys. And if yeah. they can't do it, then that's it. And I don't want to keep it on the nets because, like you said, we'll move to him. But that, that's a, an interesting point because we do have some. It's they're not the only two good players. I mean, right. Patty Mills is great. Um, what's the other guy's name? That you just mentioned? Aldridge. Marcus Aldridge. Yeah, no, I'm actually I really enjoy watching him play. They're He's both good. really good. They're both they're like I mean they have a solid squad, but it, yeah, it's just so interesting. Like. And I don't even feel like Katie and Harden are hogging the ball necessarily. No, I mean, they're scoring. Like, we're winning games. It's not like we're bad at all. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. It'll be interesting to see. Um, Anyways, we'll move on. We'll we'll get more (laughs) into that later. Um, Next up, just a real quick thing. I don't really expect us to spend any time talking about this, but LeBron got tested positive for COVID last week, and so he was expected to be out for a lot of games. He ended up retesting and and he had like eight he like get tested for like eight times in a row mm. uh on his way back from like the king's game i think to la like he'd gotten tested like eight times or something like that and they all came back negative so he got cleared to come back and play that was almost like a really big thing that happened in the nba but uh you know i want to talk about this though why why are we t- why is that a headline Because it's LeBron. You're right. You you know, isn't that interesting? Which I'm not throwing you under the bus. I know that was 
just it's a headline. Well, no, throw me under the bus because I'm I'm part of this <laughs> of the media, I guess you can say that's continuing to throw that narrative out into the world. Yeah. So why is it big news though? You know, like is it yeah. I mean, I guess it's because he is the biggest NBA player in the world. Yeah. And he gets COVID. I mean, I guess that is news, but like I don't know. I didn't have to cover it. You know what? Just yeah. delete the episode, man. Just delete it, dude. <laughs> that, no, th- we're going to title the episode LeBron Clears COVID Protocol. <laughs> right. That'll be the the third, e- <laughs> the second episode out of three episodes that has LeBron's name in it. Um, we're just we're just trying to get clicks. We're just trying to get We're listens. just trying to clickbait, y'all. Um, <laughs> let's go ahead. Last thing. Uh, to cover for this week in basketball. We're going to cover the rookie ladder. Last week we covered the MVP ladder to see who's kind of leading in the MVP votes. Or There's no voting yet, but you know what I'm talking about. Uh, so this week I decided let's, let's you know look at the rookies instead of some of these bigger name people uh, like Steph and KD and everybody. Let's look at some of the rookies that are doing well. And uh, who... Who's number one, Tim? We've got Scotty Barnes. Scotty with Barnes. The Toronto Raptors. So were you able to watch any of his highlights? Yeah, I was going to say, I watched all... So you've got five names on here. Scotty Barnes, Evan Mobley, Cade Cunningham, Josh Giddy, and Franz Wagner. It's actually Franz Wagner. Franz Wagner. And I'm not joking. Okay, my apologies. It sounds Mr. like Wagner. I was trying to be... No, no, no. Well, I no, I believed you. Uh, My apologies, Mr. Wagner, for pronouncing it wrong. But and my apologies also because his his highlights are the only ones I didn't watch. So I'm trying to familiarize myself with the team. But I just not gonna lie, you're not missing much. And I hate to be that way. I feel bad for even saying that. But like all of the guys we're about to talk about are better. Well, that's a perfect segue because I felt like for the four that I did watch, Scotty Barnes, it is very clear to me why he is number one. He was, really? he's to me, he was just far more uh, intriguing to watch. I mean, I'm and I'm not saying that the, the rest of them weren't good players and don't belong on this, you know, rookie ladder, but it felt to me like he just had a lot of confidence far more than anybody else. He definitely does. And you can just see by watching some highlight tapes how he carries himself on the court, how he's like the types of plays that he's executing are very much like he's been in the league for a while. Um, I've got some mm-hmm. stats here. He leads the rookie class in minutes, scoring, and rebounds, which is mm-hmm. obviously a pretty big deal. And that's probably why he's leading the rookie ladder right now. I mean, if you're a rookie and you're leading in all of these different categories, like you're going to get recognized. Just um, naturally, and yeah. he was. He was the number four pick in the draft. So that's just something that I like to throw in here with uh, each of these guys' names, just seeing how well they're doing, where where they're sitting on that rookie of the year list um, compared to when they were picked. Mm-hmm. Um, and again, it's not always a good representation of like, you know, the, the, the draft pick doesn't really – I mean – he went fourth and he went to Toronto. I mean, it's very much a team game. So some of these guys went to better teams than the other guys, you know, so that's always a part of it. But so, so Scotty Barnes is one. Number two is Evan Mobley currently. And these aren't our, uh, these aren't our projections, by the way, either. This was all from the NBA.com, uh, 
this is their list. So mm -hmm. this isn't us putting these guys in any sort of order. Uh, but my personal favorite out of all of these guys was Evan Mobley. Uh, he comes in at number two for the hold NBA on, hold on, hold on. I got. I'm sorry. I got to pause you here because you roasted me for pronouncing Franz Wagner's name incorrectly, and you just pronounced him Mobley and then Mobley. And so I'm gonna have. Did to I ask say you, Mobley? <laughs> you did when you first introduced him. So which is it? It's Evan Mobley, God, and I don't gonna even be a remember name saying Mobley. I think you did. Maybe I just heard. I'm it in my not head. even trying to be a name Nazi. Shout out to my dad because he he will occasionally say things incorrectly, and I will correct him, and he gets mad at me for it. But I'm just sitting here. I'm the type of person that's like, I don't want you going around saying this. You, in you're front looking of out other for people. Us. Yeah, exactly. I but that. I'm the bad guy. Um. Okay. It is well, Evan uh, Mobley. Okay. I was I was going to say something, but I'm just going to leave it out. No, go for it. What is it? Okay, uh, you and I are both big Marvel fans. That is correct. Um, shout out to Marvel. The, the Eternals is the most. Out. <laughs> the Eternals is the most recent movie. But can you tell me the name of the movie that came out before? Before the Eternals? Yeah. Uh, uh Shang Chi. You the, got it wrong. You name Nazi. It's Shang Chi. It's Shang. Oh my gosh! Uh, you. <laughs> I just I feel like we've had this conversation like eight times. Uh, and, and you, you know I know it was Shang Chi. Why did I say Shang Chi? It sounded like know. an but idiot, y'all. I'm just gonna put you in your place. You no longer have a right to call me out on names. That's it. We're gonna be the biggest name Nazis, grammar Nazis moving forward. You if are. I catch you slip up on one thing, it's over. <laughs> Evan Mobley. Let's get into it. I thought he was the most impressive out of all of the rookies. And I think he actually is everyone's current favorite to win the rookie of the year. I think the only reason he's not number one is because he got injured and he's back now. But if you see the stat I put on the show doc, he's uh, Cleveland is 11 and six when he's playing and they were zero and four when he was not playing. It's obviously not a direct mm -hmm. correlation to him being out, but I mean, he obviously plays a big part in why uh, they're winning mm -hmm. his highlights. Like I haven't seen someone play like that in a long time. Like the amount of blocks in his highlight tapes just from this year, it's like almost every clip is a block. He's mm -hmm. jumping, swatting balls, right? But he's also r defending really well. And he's also like playing like offense really well. Um, you know, he's playing down in the paint, he's dunking, he's out, he's doing alley-oops. He's, I mean, you ask me, he doesn't look like he's a rookie. He looks like he's been in the league for a little while. He was definitely my favorite mm -hmm. out of these guys so far. What did you yeah. think? I thought he played good. I, he's really tall and maybe, maybe it's kind of ironic coming from me, which I mean, I'm not tall compared to the NBA, but like I was a center in high school. So I was like the big guy. But he doesn't play, and, and and this is maybe superficial. He doesn't play very flashy, and I always feel like you look back at just through NBA history, the tall players, yeah, they're naturally gonna just have an advantage, and y yeah, he can block some shots. And I'm not saying that's not impressive, but to me, it's just it's not always as exciting to watch. If that makes any sense, it's just like really, um, I love I, a good blocked shot. I, I do too, but it is so much more inspiring and exciting when it's not the tallest guy on the court when it's somebody who you don't expect to block the shot you know what i mean when that, the, when that you, is true 
like like if I if I were going up to lay up against Evan um, Mobley. No, nope. it's actually Mobley. Dang it! If I but if I was going to lay up and he blocked my shot, I wouldn't be. Oh, that was a dang! That was crazy because like yeah, he's like a, a foot taller than me, you know. But if you blocked my shot, I'd be like, dang, that was crazy. You know what I mean? Well, and I mean, I'm, I'm not, not short though. I'm not. I'm not a short guy though. So. Why why do you have to increase the or lower your voice, whatever you just did <laughs> to represent height? It's a comedic effect. Okay. Tim. No, I, I don't and I'm not trying to like I think he is it's it's interesting to watch. I think he's he is a great defensive player. And don't get me wrong, at the end of the day, the goal is to win games and you win games by scoring points and by preventing the other team from scoring points. And he does a great job of that. So don't get me wrong. To me, you know, going back to Scotty Barnes, I thought he was just more fun to watch. Mm-hmm. So, I don't know. That's fair. That's fair. I mean, I will say some of the shots he blocked were impressive blocks. They're not just like he's right, 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 over right. the top. Like he's chasing guys down, blocking them. He's mm-hmm. doing it in clutch moments. So it's not just like yeah. a, a well, he, in block. Some of his blocks, and I and I will say, regardless of your size, he's behind the you know, somebody laying up or something like that. He like, it's a fast break and he's coming up. Right. I always think that's really impressive. So, but again, he does have an advantage and I, 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 I feel like I'm saying that that's a bad thing by no means. Is it? I just, he wouldn't be my favorite is all I'm saying. All and I'm I, hearing I, is he's, he's not good because he's tall. Wow. Well, well all, my, Tim. I don't know if this is a good thing or bad thing, but I just want flashy. I don't know why. You I just love I a feel flashy player. That's one reason you don't I like do. KD because you feel like KD's not flashy. But I'm Correct. watching because you're okay. For example, everybody during the game, sometimes Tim will send me some texts if he's watching it, and most of the time you're shouting out other players. And then when we talk the next day, you're like, well, you know, KD did good, but he's just you know he's not the flashy guy. He'll have so the I'm most points. <laughs> yeah, I'm expecting in these highlights for KD to suck. He's knocking down like (laughs) mid-range jumpers like it's nothing and i'm just like right katie is carrying sometimes anyways let's move on yeah (sighs) let's move on we're gonna get to the nets we keep we we find ourselves just getting back to the nets every single time uh let's just kind of fly through these next few guys number three is cade cunningham he was the number one pick in the draft uh he plays for the detroit pistons they were actually four and eleven in his first 15 games with the team. Um, but one cool stat is um, they've kind of compared him to LaMelo Ball because LaMelo was the rookie of the year last year. So they were trying to see, you know, Cade's number one pick. Let's see how good he's doing compared to how LaMelo was doing at this point last season. They say that he's statis- uh, statistically doing pretty uh, close to how LaMelo was doing, but he's still, I just, I, it, I don't know. He's he's a he can I think I know why he was the number one pick. I mean, clearly he can do everything on the court. He can mm-hmm. shoot threes. He can drive. He can dunk. He can defend. Like he's very much all around on the court. So, mm-hmm. um, do you have anything about Cade come uh, Cunningham? No, uh, I, to me, watching his highlight reels, he was very um, so okay. And again, not to harp on Scotty Barnes, it felt like he was capable of doing everything offensive defensive three points layups whatever it was dunks evan mobley was a defensive menace mobley my boy evan i'm just gonna call him evan (laughs) um cade felt like the opposite he's very offensively 
you know, gifted. I didn't see a ton of defense and the highlight reel. I don't know if he's a defensive player, you know, statistically, I don't, I can't say, but the highlight reel just kind of showed one side of him. And it, and it, on, on that, he was mostly shooting phenomenal shooter. Again, it wasn't just like the most flashy highlights. And I'm basing this off of like a six minute highlight reel for each of these players. So right. I could be way off on all of this. So I, you know, yeah. forgive me, but. Um, next up, we have Josh Giddy coming in at number four. Uh, he was number six pick in the draft. He plays for OKC. Um, really what I saw in his highlights is just his assists. Like he can pass mm-hmm. the ball so well. He's another really fun guy to watch. And I hope that, you know, he's able to bring OKC, you know, some wins, hopefully mm-hmm. help really, uh, rebuild their team. Um, and then lastly, we have Franz Wagner, uh, Franz Wagner. Ooh, what was Franz- that? What was that? <laughs> Uh, Franz Wagner for the Orlando Magic. Um, He currently leads the Magic in total minutes, shot attempts, and has played in every game this season. He was the number eight pick in the draft. But again, we both, or you didn't watch his highlights. I did. Compared to the other rookies, he's, you know, he's definitely a good role player, but nothing too Mm -hmm. insane. It's interesting that there's a a stat that he's known for, the shot attempts, but not shots made. One thing I'm learning just in, in as a general rule that is, you know, to go back to day in a life of a new sports guy in, in feeling overwhelming, literally everything is put into statistics and I, like, I'll oh, be yeah. watching a game and just listening and they'll like, these commentators will pull stats. Like, I'm just like, where, how are you calculating these things? Like they'll say something Evan like, Mobley's cousin's brother. Found well, the no. way to make it to the third game of last season. You know. Well, yeah, they'll be like 15 games from uh, last season. If they were home games, they uh, they didn't l- score under 85 points. Right. I, or it's just it's just like what? How are you? They're making up new stats. Like it feels when like he it. is shot when they play in San Antonio and he shoots a three from the left side of the court when it's 80 degrees outside. <laughs> he seems to make more threes or something. You know, yeah. it's, it, it's just making yeah. new things every day. So that's uh, another thing just to kind of go back to that first segment here. If you're a new sports fan trying to get into it, sometimes the commentators just don't listen to them because they're just pulling stats out of their rear end. It feels like, and it's just like, well, I don't, I'm not going to try to keep up with that and stuff. So, right. but it's funny that they're keeping, I mean, I'm not saying shots attempted uh, is not an important stat to, to keep track of, but, that doesn't necessarily say he's good. Right. I mean, that could actually say the, yeah, that could actually mean the very opposite. Cause if his, if he's shooting the ball more than anybody, but has less points than anybody, then that's a really bad sign, you know? So, right. I don't think that's the case. If he's number five on the list and he leads in total minutes, also magic, the magic clearly keeps him in for a reason, but it's just interesting. Maybe each week we can have a uh, we can each bring one really fun just out of the blue stat statistic. Line okay, I like that. <laughs> That's good. <laughs> All right, everybody, let's go ahead and jump into the Nets update. We've already basically given you every Nets update so far, but we're gonna try to <laughs> round it try out, to yeah. uh, round it out here at the end of the podcast. So uh, the Nets currently uh, are placed at third in the NBA power rankings. Um, after their win tonight against the Timberwolves, they are 16 and six. They're first in the East. And uh, let's go ahead, kind of recap 
you know, some of the uh, the big things that Nets have gone through in the past week. Uh, first and foremost, Blake Griffin taken out of the rotation. I think you have something to say about this because I remember the other day you were saying that you took this past week to kind of get familiar with more of the Nets players. Right. And, um, so, yeah. So go ahead and tell me what you think about Blake Griffin being taken out of the rotation because he hasn't played at all this past week. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah. So that first week uh, of doing the podcast, I was just kind of watching games, familiarize myself with the general flow of everything. This week, I took the position of just like really getting to know my team, who who are our big players, trying to familiarize myself with the bench as well, but mostly just kind of the 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 big five, six, seven. Um, Blake Griffin, he's a name that I've I've heard for a while, like you know, long before we've started doing this podcast. So I know he's kind of in his like past his prime, I guess. But I've been watching highlight reels of most of our players just to kind of see them at their prime. Man, Blake Griffin could play, and it is quite shocking to me. And again, I know again he's past his prime, so I'm not expecting him to play like he could have five years ago. But it is shocking that he's like he's not played the last probably three games, right? Um, and it's kind of a bummer because I enjoy watching him play. And you know, going back to my comment about wanting flashy players, like he is a flashy player. Like he he's a strong player, um, both offensively and defensively. Um, mm-hmm. And he's got he's got a rhythm that a lot of players don't. I feel like it just it's unfortunate to see him not on the court. Um, but you know. To compare him to Chris Paul, he has come out and made some statements. He seems very humble about it, which I can respect that. I really appreciate that. He's just kind of willing to let the coach do what he does. But I do hope we get to see him play some this season. Yeah, I'm sure he'll make his way back out onto the court. Um, Because, you know, I know the Nets have been winning this past week, except for the game against the Suns. But, Mm -hmm. I mean, I definitely think Blake Griffin can serve a a purpose out there on the court. So hopefully... Mm -hmm. He'll get back out there. Another big uh, Nets headline is Joe Harris, their small forward and shooting guard, will be out for four to eight weeks due to an ankle injury. I don't think since we've been doing this podcast, Joe Harris has been on the court at all. But right. he, he's been a he's been a big player. I don't I don't know about a big player, but he I think he's was a starter for them whenever he's healthy. He you know played a big uh, role in their team last year. Um, but it doesn't look like okay. we're going to get to see him anytime soon. So maybe when he gets back out there on the court, you'll get to see what kind of player he is. Um, but let's go ahead and round out some of these games. Last week, we were uh, reviewing the Nets-Suns game. I, uh, I said that, well, <laughs> we both said that the Nets were going to win, and I said that KD was going to drop 40 and because uh, he's a competitor, and Nets lose. 113 to 107. KD drops 39, man. 39. You were so close. I was I, so I'll give you a pat close. on the back. You were. I appreciate it. And, I appreciate and it. And I will say, you like you said, he came to play. He competed. That was the most exciting game for me to see KD play. I felt like he kind of brought he brought it. I mean, I'm not saying I, again, I don't think he doesn't bring it in games, but he just doesn't have that pizzazz. I mean, he's just not flashy. Like that's what it is, what it is. Um, I wanted to read you this text though. I, this is a text I sent you the night uh, of the <laughs> the Suns game. The Suns game. Um, I said we might be losing, but you know what? I'm loving about this game. Our whole team is stepping up. 
Katie is kind of unimpressive as well as Harden. Bembry is crushing. Uh, excuse me. Bembry is crushing. Aldridge is doing great. We're still in it. But I did follow up with this. Um, and I, again, I didn't keep track of the stats throughout the game. Mm-hmm. Uh, but don't hear what I'm not saying. Katie is doing well. He's just not coming out like one might expect from him. And maybe I'm being a little harsh on Harden. Um, his assist game is on right now, which he did. He pulled out seven assists. But the thing with Harden, I'm sorry, he pulled out 14 assists. Excuse me. I was looking at Katie's stats there for a second. But Harden also had, I feel like that dude just throws the ball away so much. Well, that was another big thing about the game was the turnovers, right? Mm, I mean, mm -hmm. it was just one thing. It was one turnover after another that game. And I, you know, I watched the highlights of the game and very much like we got hot at the end of it and we started to make a comeback, but then it got to the point where it was just like out of reach for us. So we couldn't really do anything. But I as well, you know, I was impressed with Bembry. I was also impressed with Lamarcus Aldridge. Mm-hmm. That was just one thing. Like I just kept seeing Bembry dunk it or lay Bimbry, it up, yeah. and then Lamarcus that was his Aldridge game for sure. Was just hitting mid uh, mid jumpers. Same mm-hmm. thing as KD. I mean, he, you like you said, you were. It's just funny to me that you say you were unimpressed by KD. Well, here's my thing. I, I think ultimately what it is is he is so level headed, almost to a fault. Like it just. You know what I mean? Like, and then that is a phenomenal quality to have. You need that to lead a team to beat, to score 39 points, nine rebounds, seven assists. You've got to be level headed. And that's what he is. But it's just to a point where I'm just like, I want to see some, like, I want to see him stressed out. Like, I want to see him, you know what I mean? Like, I want to see him try. Like, it, I feel like he threw up 39 points and wasn't trying. And <laughs> if we could put some desperation on him, Maybe we would have won that game. You know what I mean? Well, and maybe, maybe I'm wrong. We'll just have to see come playoff time. Maybe it's going to be the playoffs that calls him to show that. I personally think that he's so good that it looks like he's not trying. But and that's is. probably all it is. And and that, that's honestly that's kudos to him. And I know that I'm being like really hard on him, and that's not fair. But I just I don't know. Like I just feel like when we talk about these other teams there is a fire under their their butts that just keeps them moving. And like I said, Harden just has is, is cool, calm, and collected, and it's working for him. I just, it doesn't always look like that. And it's just a weird thing to kind of get used to, I guess, you know, so. Right, definitely. Well, let's move on from the Suns game. Nets also went up against the Knicks last week. They won 112 to 110, barely winning. Um, and... <laughs> The first note that I have on the show doc <laughs> under the, the Nets Knicks game is why does Tim hate the Knicks? <laughs> <laughs> well, that was a fun game to watch. Um, I feel like I feel like as hard as I've been on KD, I on air, I've probably been harder on uh, James Harden off the air with you via text and phone calls and such, um, because I just feel like he throws the ball away so much. And, you know, he had a quote after losing to the Suns. Can you read that? You've got it pulled up right there, right? He is quoted saying, I'm trying to figure out when to score, when to be a playmaker, when to do a little bit of everything. It's been a little difficult. If you've been tracking with the NBA, if you are a sports guy, you probably know that he said that quote. I feel like everybody's aware of that 
strange thing to say. I, mean, like, you're I don't in think the it's as strange as you think it is. Well, I'm not the only one because a lot of the commentators were like, "Who? Like, what are you talking about? Like, you're really? here to win said a basketball game." Yeah, and I agree with them. I mean, I don't know. Like, he's obviously one of the greats for a reason. Like, I just it's hard for me to understand what he even means by that. But interestingly, he says that and then comes to this game with the Knicks. And I mean, he flipped a switch. Like, I don't know what his turnovers were. He still threw the ball away a few times, but I mean, he was on another level, very entertaining to watch, really put the team on his back. He walked away with 34 points, 10 rebounds, almost had another triple double. He had eight assists. So he was just a couple away from that. But I mean, just really and and KD played well as uh, as well also, but I really was impressed with Harden. I felt like he he was just on a different level. So um, yeah, I'm sorry I didn't answer the question. Though. Why do I hate the Knicks? I think it's because this was the first game for me that I really enjoyed watching the Nets. Like it was the first oh. time I was like, man, I'm excited about being a Nets fan. Wow, and that's interesting. Unfortunately, the Knicks, you know, for them, unfortunately for them. I mean, they just, I think it would have been any team, um, but it was a close game. Um, I, maybe there's also the battle for New York. You know, there, I'm sure there's some rivalry there, anyways. Mm-hmm. And maybe I just kind of felt that since that. I don't know. But it just kind of put this, uh, this little hatred towards the Knicks because I ended up catching uh, part of the Knicks and the Bulls game last night. And I just found myself. Not even like intentionally, but I was rooting for the Bulls. I was just like, man, I hope the Knicks wow. lose. And I, I had no investment in the Bulls, but I just knew that I didn't want the Knicks to win. And you know what? They didn't. So, <laughs> so you're a happy guy. <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, <clears throat> I don't want to go back and harp on this too much about the quote that Harden said, but what I personally think he's trying to say from that, and you may already get this, but I just think he's trying to figure out his role on the team right now. Like, like the commentator said the other night, um, I think it was on the Suns game, they're trying to figure out how to play as a team without Kyrie. Without Kyrie. Yeah, and so I mean, I get that. Harden has a completely different role when Kyrie's out there. So he's trying to figure out when to step up, when, you know, when to pass the ball more, when to take more shots. Because you also have KD out there, and you've got Patty Mills. You've got people that can shoot and score. So it might be difficult. You know, because when you're past the ball, you got to open look for a three, but you know, you may have someone cutting into the basket that you might could pass away to, to, you know, ensure you get Mm -hmm. that dunk or something. You know, it may be difficult for him to make those quick uh, decisions, uh, you know, instead of just trying to be like, you know, I'm going to come out here and just shoot tonight and be the man. Like, it it, it could be difficult for him to to realize that. Mm -hmm. I wonder, and this may be a larger conversation that's being had um but we have the super teams right and um you know for those of you in my position this is an interesting statistic for me i'm going to see if i can say this correctly but the nba keeps track of course of who has the most points ever scored in the history of the nba and you have a way to filter that you can filter it down to current players and when you do that the top five players you have lebron james I might be wrong in the order of this, but I believe it's LeBron James, Anthony Davis, Kevin Durant, or James Carmelo Harden. Anthony. Um, I'm sorry, Carmelo Anthony, not Anthony Davis. Carmelo Anthony, uh, Kevin Durant, 
James Harden, and then uh, Randall Westbrook. Randall Westbrook. I'm still trying to get these names right. So three of the top five play together on the Lakers, and the other two five play on the Nets with us. And I just think that obviously that says a lot about, okay, well, those two teams should be some of the best in the league. Obviously, right now, that's not necessarily reflective. But, of course, I mean, I know the Lakers are kind of an older team. And even even the Nets, I mean, Katie and James Harden, they've been around for a while. But do you think that, like, having these super teams, is that part of what confuses somebody like James Harden? Because definitely, obviously, like, if he's in the top five current players, all-time points, the dude knows how to score a basketball. Right. So in my thinking is like, go score, like go mm-hmm. score points. Sure. Katie's out there and that might confuse things, but dude, if you've got the ball, go, go score some points. And I, I guess that's just what like, I mean, it's almost like you feel like, well, there's, there's a super team. So they can, they're unstoppable. But if it's causing that kind of confusion, why don't they, I don't know. I just, it just, it's an odd dynamic to have it's that. just weird because sometimes it works like it worked for the warriors when KD was with the warriors like it worked for them and like lebron like anthony davis went to the lakers he went from the pelicans to the lakers and it was lebron and anthony davis and like i don't know if people i mean people had to have considered that a super team because you have lebron james and then anthony davis like two like even if you have two big name players it's still really considered a super team nowadays um but like you said, like you would think you have James Harden, who's on the top five list, and you have Kevin Durant, who's also on the top five list. But like you said, you broke it down. You were like, you have James Harden. He's in the top five. You would think they'd be doing great because they also have KD. Well, KD's ahead of him on that top five, so he's even more of a scorer, you, you may mm-hmm. think. you know. So it's like finding out who's going to be the leading scorer tonight. And I feel like they've... They've kind of found like a middle ground. Like they're both consistently putting up 20 to 30 points. But at the same time, like with the logic you're using, you have these five people who are currently playing that are at the top of the list. Like Carmelo Anthony, even though he's number two, like he's coming off the bench for the Lakers. Like he's at the end of his career. He's not even really like he, don't get me wrong, Carmelo, uh, Carmelo Anthony's doing really well this season. Um, but he's definitely not like who would I rather have KD or Carmelo right now? I'd have KD. You know, mm-hmm. he's younger. He's a better scorer right now. But anyways, all of this is good conversation. Like it, it, it's good to sit back and kind of look at you know maybe why uh, the Nets aren't like destroying people because like for example they beat the Knicks one twelve to one ten tonight they beat the Timberwolves one ten to one oh five like. They're almost like all close games. Like they're all coming down to within like five points, it feels like. And right. I, I don't like you would expect the Nets to really be like blowing teams out. Like they barely beat the Cavs last week. They barely beat the Magic last week. Like I don't know right. what it is and why they're not blowing these teams out, but I think it has to do with them trying to find that chemistry together. Mm. Um, well, this is we'll, so we can we'll just blame this on Kyrie. Thanks, Kyrie. <laughs> Thanks, Kyrie. If you're listening, I mean, come back. Gonna come. Get yeah, vaccinated I'm... and come back. <laughs> Golly, man. 
We, That's we another real interesting topic is that whole vaccination thing with uh with Kyrie. But I'm I'm just excited to see if he's going to come back this season at all. So I'm. Um, do you know what he's doing? Like, so he's technically on the team, but like he's. Right. I'm assuming not practicing with them. I do. I I don't think he is. Like, I mean, is I don't sit at home just like mm, maybe I'll get I'm, vaccinated. Maybe I won't. <laughs> like, what? I just don't understand. You know, he's taken a stand for what he believes in, and so like he's. I don't think he's just sitting back like, eh, I don't really want to play tonight, so I'm not, you know, I'm just going to No, I don't either, but it's just, how is he keeping himself busy? And why, I like... He's probably training. I would hope he's training right now. You know, he's still staying hot because, you know, at any moment, there could be a rule change where it's, you know, he doesn't have to be vaccinated. He can come back and play. Mm -hmm. I think really that's what people are kind of... I, I, I think that's probably what he's waiting for. Um, because I, you know, if that's his belief, whether it's like just a personal belief or religious belief, like whatever it is that's holding him back, like he's standing up for what he believes in. Mm-hmm. And I don't think he's going to budge for basketball because he's, he's definitely yeah. shown in the past that basketball is, is one thing, but there's bigger things in life than that. Right. Well, I mean, um, and I said on episode one, I, I respect him for that. Don't, don't right. get me wrong. I just... It sounds like we need him. I mean, sure, we're number one in the East, but at, you know, it's kind of crazy that we're number one in the East. Yeah, if you're I mean, how long are we going to hold on to like, that? Yeah, because like I don't know when when we're playing teams that are really good, we're not really you know doing too well. So, uh, like I said, we beat the Timberwolves tonight, one ten to one hundred five. Uh, one of the best Timberwolves players, Carl Anthony Towns, he actually sat out tonight with an injury. Uh, he had a bruised tailbone, uh, but KD put up 30. Uh, Harden had 20. Patty Mills had 23. Uh, so I think it was a good game all around. Um, so, yeah, Nets are 16 and 6, first in the uh, East. Next week, we we're playing the Bulls, the Mavs, the Rockets. Um, and then, depending on when we record, they might have also played Atlanta by that time. But. Looking into next week, I think the Bulls game, I think that'll be a really good game. Uh, that'll be some competition. I think we should beat the Mavs. I think we should blow out the Rockets. Uh, we with the, we should. We should, with the Rockets, we should be uh, out out doing the the Grizzlies. To, <laughs> yeah, because uh, the Rockets you know? are, mm, they're at yeah. the very bottom right now. So. Yeah. Uh, I'm excited for the Bulls Nets game, though. I mean, it's as excited, you know, for mm-hmm. the Atlanta game as well. But the Bulls game, yeah, that's but a you're fun rooting team for Atlanta, Atlanta, so exactly because you don't want you don't want Atlanta to win next week. I want the Nets to win. All right, we're going to wrap it up there, uh, everybody. <laughs> Thank you for tuning in. Make sure you follow us on Instagram at Not a Sports Guy Podcast and email us. Uh, at not a sports guy podcast at gmail.com. Don't forget to comment on our recent post. We'll give you a shout out at the end of the podcast. Last week, we had a lot of people comment. So I'm going to go ahead and give a shout out to Let's everybody go. that commented. Um, God, you didn't have this pulled up and ready to go. Dang, man. Well, it's because we didn't have any comments. So uh, shout oh, out to everyone that listens. Skirt. <laughs> Uh, we had actually, how about this? I'll shout out Clarissa. She commented on our, on one of our posts. Uh, it was kind of like 
making fun because you know I put some hashtags on each post, and that uh, you know because of the hashtags, there's some like bots that come in and comment, and they say promote your podcast on or at WLB Records. Uh, promote your podcast at blah blah blah. Clarissa came in and said, "Promote your podcast at Arby's," and just thought it would be so funny to put it on there. Thanks, I got a good Clarissa. out of it. <laughs> Shout out to Clarissa! Uh, <laughs> thank you for commenting. Um, but again, this is the moment where we could be shouting your name out. So Tim encouraged them. <laughs> yes. Well, and I said this earlier in the episode. If you have questions and you're trying to get into following along with us submit them we would love to talk about that um we want you to feel as included in this journey as i am um don't want you to feel like we're you know well beyond that's one thing that jacob and i have talked about is making sure that this conversation is very much centered on those who are not a sports guy or gal, um, you know, this is not a sports commentary podcast exclusively. We are very much designed to help you enter into tracking this season with the NBA. So if you are like me, give us your questions and you know, I might learn something too. So don't hesitate to ask. That is exactly right. So again, thank you all for listening. Make sure you uh, you follow the podcast wherever you listen to it. Uh, tell your friends, tell your family, tell your sports friends, tell your non-sports friends, especially and, uh, those guys. And uh, I'm I'm hesitant for you to tell your sports friends because they're gonna just get on here. And no, talk. tell Who your sports friends. Guy? <laughs> tell your neighbors. Tell your hairdressers. Uh, the guy that tell your mailman. Yes, the milk. Your baristas. Barista, Ooh, if you have a milkman, definitely tell him. But also he, tell he us that you told the milkman because I would love to know who has a milkman. <laughs> Still, that's super fascinating to me. All right, y'all. We'll see you next week. Uh, see ya. <laughs>